Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of Healthy and Empowered Living. As promised in last week's episode, when I talked about how I went from hating mornings to loving them, I'm sharing the one thing I do literally every single day in order to totally win at my mornings. So if you ever feel like your mornings are such a drag, you hate them with a passion, or maybe you just dislike them a little bit, If you tend to start your mornings off in stress mode, yelling at your kids to hurry up and get dressed, or you feel like you never have time to eat breakfast or mentally prepare for the day, this might just be your key to change everything about how your days begin. Hey, welcome to Healthy and Empowered Living. I'm your host, Lauren Joyce, and I'm so excited to be with you today. I am passionate about helping women just like you ditch the diet culture and transform your body from the inside out without feeling selfish or taking up all your time. I believe living healthy can be simple and fun and ultimately allow you to deepen your relationship with God and walk more fully in the purposes He has for you. I've been where you are now. I've tried the diets and even got to my goal weight, but it left me feeling just as empty, insecure, and unfulfilled as I was before. It wasn't until I drew closer to God that I experienced that true confidence I was after. So grab your Bible, notebook, and coffee and get ready to finally experience joy and freedom in your health journey. All right, before I dive in, you've probably heard me talk about how living healthy can be simple and fun and really shouldn't always be this overwhelming, burdensome thing that you think about all the time. Because when the things you need to do to live healthy come naturally and you don't have to think about them all the time, then you have more mental and emotional space, which I totally believe allows you to show up more fully as your best best self, as the woman that God created you to be, and ultimately allows you to deepen your relationship with the Lord. I really believe that there are some super basic things that can allow you to become your healthiest self and live in that each day. I don't think it needs to be complicated and I don't think it has to require all sorts of sacrifice, maybe just some sometimes, but what I'm talking about today is really basic and simple, like so much so that you might think I'm crazy for even talking about it, but you'll you'll hear me say multiple times probably that doing something like what I'm talking about today, could make a huge difference for you. So I think you probably know that living in stress is not healthy. And most of you, I'm guessing, would rather live without stress. And living in stress can be really detrimental to your health and how you handle stress can cause a lot of unhealthy behaviors that I know I don't enjoy and I'm guessing you don't either. Like, you know, not sleeping well due to constant overwhelm of life responsibilities stress eating, which usually means eating too much or eating things, you know, high in sugar that really just don't make you feel well or constant negative thinking or not feeling like you have time to be with the Lord. I mean, I could go on, but I think you get the idea. All that being said, this is why I bring you today's episode. It may seem like it has nothing to do with your health because I'm talking about how to have a successful morning, but when your day can start off in peace and calm rather than stress and overwhelm, it can change the trajectory for you that day. I want to preface this by saying that what I do is what I found to work best for me, which means you may have to adjust some things to make it fit your needs in this season. All I know is that by doing this, my mornings are so much less stressful than they used to be. So the one thing, I call it closing my kitchen. Now, you may have heard something similar to this before where they say, Um, If your kitchen is clean, then the rest of your house doesn't seem as dirty. So there's just something about having a clean kitchen that changes the atmosphere of your house. 
in my opinion, of course, although I'm sure there are studies to back me up on this one. Anyways, so this episode is going to be short and sweet, but it comes with a challenge, a challenge to you. So keep listening in for that. I'm going to walk you through my normal closing the kitchen routine and then talk a little bit more about why it's important and how it's helpful and then different ways that you can get started on your own closing the kitchen routine. And this truly is a routine. I haven't always done all of these things. I started with one or two and then kept adding as I felt more things would be helpful, but here's the gist of it. So I usually do these things right after I put my kids to bed before I decide to sit on the couch and not want to get back up, right? So the first is um, like my dishes or my countertops. So if there's any cleaning or decluttering that didn't get done during the dinner cleanup, or if dinner cleanup didn't get done yet, this is what I start with. I don't always worry about making sure all of the dishes are done, but I do make sure that the dirty dishes are in the sink and then anything clean that was on the drying rack is put away. This kind of helps with that whole declutter look and feel of my kitchen. And then I move on to the rest of the counters. Like for us, our kitchen counters tend to be drop zone um, from when we come in the garage. So a lot of stuff piles up there throughout the day. And that's gonna be anything from mail to the kids' lunch boxes or homework or random receipts. You know, you get the picture. So I take a few minutes to put everything in its place. And sometimes its place is just a neater pile on the counter, but it's not just being thrown there and like forgotten about. It's usually something I know that I'll need the next day or whatever. So that's decluttering and dishes. A lot of times my husband will help with, with this process, especially if he contributed a lot to the mess, which is fabulous. But either way, I get it done because I hate looking at clutter. It stresses me out. All right, so next up for me is getting coffee stuff ready for the morning. So I'm not fumbling around half asleep, making a lot of noise first thing in the morning. Um, we have a Keurig, so for me, that's getting the machine turned on, a mug under it. And yes, I have forgotten to put a mug under my Keurig before. Anyone else? No? Okay. And the K-cup ready to go for when I walk in the kitchen in the morning. I started doing this for two reasons. One, I hated waiting on the water to heat up. And two, our machine is loud when it's heating up and, and I really didn't want to wake my kids up. Like they used to be really light sleepers when back when I was starting this habit. They're not quite so much anymore, but it's habit now. So I just keep doing it. So yeah, that's coffee. Sometimes in the summer when it's hot, I'll actually make my coffee the night before and just put the mug in the fridge. So I have like uh, iced coffee in the morning too. That also might just be me. Anyways. And the last thing is our dogs. So at the time of this recording, we have two large dogs and hardwood floors. So they make a lot of noise in the morning when they're up. And they tend to get up with me every morning and beg for food first thing or to be let out or whatever. So even though it's like 4.30 in the morning sometimes when I'm getting up, I tend to feed them breakfast because otherwise they'll just keep following me around asking me for it. And But on the flip side, after they eat, they just go right back to sleep again. So again, for me, this was a sound thing. Like I didn't want them going back and forth down the hall and making all this noise that's going to wake up my kids. Can you tell I value my kids' sleep? Anyways, I say that because part of my evening routine now has become getting the dog's food bowls ready. Um, just putting the food in their bowls the night before so that I don't have to do it in the morning. I put the bowls in the pantry. So then first thing in the morning, all I have to do is grab the bowls out of the pantry and set them down. Quiet as can be. Well, as quiet as dogs can be while they're scarfing down food like they've never been fed, right? So while I'm getting the food ready, I'll also make sure that their water is fresh and filled and things like that the night before so I don't have to worry about that in the morning either. 
So yeah, that's my routine for closing my kitchen and setting myself up for success to have a good and stress-free morning. Like doing those things ensures that I have all I need to start my morning off well, to make sure that my kids get all the sleep that they can get. And, you know, we all stay happy because of that. And like I said before, these are things that work for me to do every night before bed to ensure that my morning starts off smooth. For you, it may look different. I mean, you may not have dogs to care for or even drink coffee in the morning or whatever, but the dishes and decluttering, I mean, everyone should do that one. Anyways, my point is you have to find what it is you need to do so that you can start your morning off right. I think there's two main benefits that I've seen, and I'm sure many more that I won't get into today, um, from doing this. So the first is the routine. Like building routine is good for your brain. Our brains like structure and routine. They like to know what's coming next. Like I talked about it in last week's episode, when something becomes habit or routine, it brings this freedom, the freedom to use your brain for something else at the same time, instead of always thinking about when you might clean your kitchen or how you're going to make time for everything you need to do in the morning or whatever. You get my point. It, it's also good for your brains in that it signifies the end of the day, especially if these are things that you do right before you get ready for bed. Like that same routine will allow your your brain to recognize and learn that it's time to start, start slowing down and getting ready for sleep. Like it's a good de-stressor before bedtime to feel like you've accomplished those things and you don't have to worry about them anymore. And that will allow you to really just fall asleep a lot easier if you're following that routine every single night. Does that make sense? Hopefully. And the second main benefit is that aspect of setting yourself up for success in the morning. Like I mentioned several times for me in the morning, I get up super early most mornings and I do some quiet time before getting a workout in. Like that's just the season I'm in right now. So my closing of the kitchen ensures I'll actually successfully get up and do the things I told myself I wanted to do in the mornings. But I also set myself up for success in that I do everything to be as quiet as possible so that my kids don't interrupt my morning time. (laughs) I hope this is helpful to you and encouraging that like you can do this. There are always things that can be done the night before to help you enjoy your mornings a little bit more. And the more habitual these things become, like the more benefits you'll start to see from it. So my challenge to you is to think about what you might do before you get ready for bed to help you win at your mornings. Like remember, if this isn't something you already do, it's totally okay to start small. In fact, I highly recommend starting small. Like pick one or two things to work on and do those things consistently every single night until you do it without even thinking about it, right? And then add on if you feel like you need to or adjust if there's other things you think you might actually need to do more than what you had been trying. It's a process of learning and adapting and seeing what works and what doesn't. Don't get discouraged. Keep your head up and find what helps you the most. I'll throw some examples out, but also if you feel like this is an area you'd love some help with, I'm here for you. Send me a quick email and I'll see what ideas I come up with um, that I can share with you. So yeah, some ideas that, that come to mind for me, you know, maybe you don't drink coffee, but you like tea, like get your mug and all of the things you need to make your tea and get them out on the counter ready for the morning. Or maybe you like to start off with just a glass of water, like get that ready for yourself. Um... Maybe your kids take sack lunches every day to school and it's hard to get them all ready in the morning. Like do what you can the night before. You could even get them involved if they're older and have them help get their lunches ready 
in, in the evening time, like after dinner or whatever. And, you know, maybe breakfast is hard to fit in. So finding a way to have an easy breakfast is what you're looking for. You know, search out some recipes of things that you can make the night before that are super quick. Like I love overnight oats, which I totally just Googled recipes for and they're great and super easy. Um, or you can even make these little like egg quiche things. You make them in mini, mini muffin tins. That's totally a side note. But anyways, you can Google recipes for that too. And you can make those the night before or even for the whole week and you just put them in the fridge and then you just heat them up in the microwave really quick in the morning. Super easy and super yummy. So hopefully that gives you some ideas to start with. I, I promise that if you are one that hates mornings, trying some of these really could change it all for you. Or really, even if you don't hate mornings, but you know that things could go smoother because you still tend to feel stressed and rushed in the mornings, then ask yourself what you might be able to do in the evening to help out. And then do those things over and over and over until they become habit. It'll take work to start with and discipline to make yourself not go straight to the couch or to bed after the kids go to bed, right? But like I said, I promise, promise, promise that it'll help. Hey, real quick before you go, I wanted to share that something has been brewing up for a while now, and I'm excited to be able to tell you about it now. I, I might even dare to say it'll be more life-changing than a cup of coffee after a long, sleepless night. Honestly, I'm getting this sense from God in my heart about an acceleration for women longing to live healthier, to experience joy, freedom, and confidence in their health like they've never felt before. I'm talking about getting off the roller coaster of starting and stopping on your health journey, overcoming this diet culture mentality, and really forgiving yourself for what hasn't worked, and saying yes to doing things differently instead. You already know I have a big heart for you and our community of Christian moms, and it drives me crazy to think that you might inadvertently be distracted and consumed by your health and not stepping fully into God's call in your life to serve your family and others, all because of confusion, fear, and overwhelm of simply not knowing what to focus on or how to live healthy in a consistent way. But listen, I totally get it. I used to be confused, overwhelmed, and full of fear too. Maybe you can relate to thoughts like, who am I to put all this time and energy into myself? What will people think if me time comes before my family? Is it even okay to want to get healthy and fit? Does it honor God? See, other women seem to have this all figured out. Why doesn't it seem to be working for me? Why is it so hard to be consistent? Why can't healthy choices just be easy and natural? See, I've battled through all of these thoughts at one point or another, but here's what I've realized on my own lifelong journey and in my professional training and through just my daily life experience is that we all feel these fears and it's okay. Seriously, zero judgment for me, but letting it keep you stuck in the struggle isn't okay because living healthy and fit can be simple and fun and ultimately allow you to deepen your relationship with God and walk more fully in the purposes that he has for you. And because I want to help you kick fear in the face and get healthy and fit for life, I've had my head down working on putting together an incredible masterclass to teach you my best and most simplest strategies for confidence, clarity, and consistency so you can be empowered to become the healthiest version of yourself and stay that way and live out the changes that you desire to make in your life in a way that's natural and sustainable, all while deepening your relationship with God. 
and I would love for you to join us. This masterclass is called How to Get Healthy and Fit for Life Without Obsessing Over Diet or Exercise, and it is totally free. It is going to be full of teaching and training and coaching to help you move forward with a plan. I'm going to be sharing the top three mistakes you're probably making when it comes to getting healthy and fit and the three simple steps you need to follow instead. I'll be sharing why health is so much more than just eating and exercising, how you can live healthy, get fit, and love your weight without following a strict plan, and what you need to do today to enjoy confidence and freedom in the decisions you make for your health and the health of your family. And I'll be personally available to answer any questions that you have. See, you'll walk away from this masterclass with a simple roadmap showing you how to consistently live as your healthiest self no matter what season of life you're in. Just bring your faith to the table and a desire to learn, and I'll give you all my best guidance for creating this healthy lifestyle that will work for your good, for the good of your family, and others that you serve, and for the glory of God. So you can find all of the details at lauren-joyce.com forward slash free masterclass, but it is coming up on September 8th. So make sure to get registered. Like I said before, it's free and I am so excited to teach you all of this goodness. Thanks for listening today. If you're loving what you hear, be sure to subscribe so you get notified of new episodes each week. And if you're not already a part of the Joyful Health for Christian Moms Facebook community, we'd love to have you. We aren't meant to do this thing alone, so come find the support and encouragement you need on your journey to healthy and empowered living. Also, if you're interested in working with me through my coaching program, you can book a free discovery call or email me to learn more. You'll find all the links to connect with me in the show notes. Until next time.